Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score in a game can win $100 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. Just remember to use the code PHNX when you sign up. Cheers and Sal here with Johnny Venerable. And Johnny, we decided to call an audible on today's show because yeah. we're talking about this Cliff Kingsbury, Oklahoma news, but not really news. Last night, yeah. Schefter tweeting out that Oklahoma has targeted Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury as one of the potential replacements for Lincoln Riley. League sources tell ESPN, but I don't think that anyone was really buying that. I just felt like it was a really bizarre thing to, you know, it's one thing, and I think everybody sort of reacted in it like as if, Cliff Kingsbury had something to do with the tweet. Like it didn't yeah. that there was mutual interest or anything like that. So everyone was like, Oh, it's just a, a tactic by Cliff to gain more leverage, to get a, b- a bigger contract or a bigger, a big contract extension. But like there, his name wasn't involved in it at all. It was basically Oklahoma could have thrown his name out to someone saying, Hey, this would be a really good option. Yeah. And it's one of, one of many options in the Adam Schefter tweet. He's one of the options, right? It's not, like to your point, they're they're lo- locking in on Cliff Kingsbury. They're all in. They're trying to court Cliff Kingsbury out of Arizona, right? I, I think that it is 100% a mutually beneficial tweet by Adam Schefter and Cliff Kingsbury's agent, Eric Burkhardt, who does a phenomenal job to drum up additional interests. And and listen, if Cliff Kingsbury wanted this job, my guess is he could probably take this job, right? Why would you take this if you're Cliff Kingsbury? You have the best record in the NFL. You've got a franchise quarterback. You're going to get paid in the offseason. You're going to get extended. You've got a good relationship with Steve Kime. You've got an ownership when you were kicked to the curb by Texas Tech that courted you and brought you to Arizona. They're paying him roughly $4 million per year. My opinion, this is just Eric and to some degree, Cliff saying, hey, Cyber Monday, you're not getting a deal on Cliff Kingsbury. And <laughs> and the comments that we just heard on the at the presser kind of alluded to that. Well, why don't we get into the comments that we heard on the presser? Sure. Because I quickly edited together uh, some questions and his responses that just happened a few minutes ago. So let's take a look at what he had to say. Or yesterday saying that Oklahoma was interested in you for the head coaching job. 
wondering if you had a reaction to that and if you have mutual interest in that job. Yeah, I, I don't get into those things. Um, my sole focus the last couple weeks has been Chicago Bears. And after watching them on Thanksgiving, uh, it needs to be because they're a really good football team and um, had a big win. And so that's where my focus has been. Next, please, Cam, Josh, and Mike. Hey, Coach, good morning. Got a two-parter here for you. What do you most enjoy about coaching in the NFL um, over college? And then also yesterday, I mean, I'm sure you're just trying to enjoy your Sunday. What was it like for you to have your name kind of thrown into the news like that just on a Sunday afternoon? Yeah, I was in the movie room off the grid uh, pretty much all day yesterday, so it didn't affect me one bit. Um, and then I, I really enjoy just the uh, professionalism that these guys approach the game with each and every day, highly motivated, um, take care of their bodies, study the game. Um, I mean, it inspires you to be a better coach and, and step your game up because you better come in that meeting room knowing what you're talking about with the level of expertise and, and trust from those guys or, or uh, you'll lose them. Yeah, Cliff, um, why not just say I, I have no interest in the Oklahoma job? Yeah, I, I just, like I said, I, we're in season. We're at 9-2. and two, um, Just not a topic I want to touch on right now. Okay, but that was a little bit interesting, right? That he just refused to say, listen, there's no, like, truth. There's nothing there. I'm, I'm interested in being the Cardinals head coach and that only. And whatever my name has been thrown into, you know, I – he almost made it seem like – he was he was really pushing an alibi like oh no i was i was in the movie room all day i'm busy <laughs> i don't i don't have twitter i'm not online uh i don't have internet in paradise valley at my huge ass <laughs> house um no i think listen they they put this out there clearly it's that something got put out there by kingsbury's people to drive up negotiations on a contract extension and he wants to be paid handsomely. That's what this is. You can't lead me to believe this is anything but that. Kingsbury did not have a successful run at the collegiate level. Clearly, everybody's talked about it for the last two odd years since he's been in Arizona. Why would he go back to the collegiate level where he didn't particularly care for recruiting? He has Texas roots. He's got a relationship with Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley bailed at Oklahoma. They're going into the SEC where they will be slaughtered every single Saturday against premium NFL players, and 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 he's got a relationship with Lincoln. Lincoln bailed for the Pac-12. Why would Cliff then go and be the sacrificial lamb in Oklahoma? I, I guess it's if, if you rank these jobs, and I, I try to be objective, I think the Cardinals are the best organization in the world. The, my football team, Oklahoma football, is much more prestigious of a program than Arizona Cardinal football. That like you can't dispute that, right? So if you get into that kind of thing, like sure, it's 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 difficult to compare the two. But there are only 32 NFL jobs. And he's got an opportunity to win the Super Bowl or to compete for a championship this season. He will never compete for a championship, much much less an SEC title in that conference with Oklahoma. He will never do that. I have so many things that I want to say to what you just said, because you had a lot to say there. But first, 
Let me make sure that we get in our sponsored promotion, the DraftKings Sportsbook app that is the app of PHNX Sports and the PHNX Cardinals podcast. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score in a game can win $100 in free bets. It is that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. If you combine multiple bets from the same game, you're going to get a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. That is the biggest reason why we trust it. We use it exclusively here on PHNX Cardinals podcast. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you use the code PHNX when you do. But as always, it is 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right, Johnny, you said so much there. Where do I even begin? Well, first off, I agree. Cliff has, but I I would say Cliff has no interest in coaching at the college ranks again. Everything that he has said, he makes a lot of offhanded comments. That's just kind of who he is in his press conferences. But he... Everything that he has said regarding recruiting and having to deal with guys that aren't professionals, to be honest with you, that show up, uh, that you kind of have to babysit at times, um, you know, I just don't think that he has any interest in it. But I will say that uh, his um, love for Texas might be an indication now if the money was right now Arizona side if the money was right he might go you know oh okay that, that's interesting but I would say his love for Texas he's born and raised in Texas he's only yeah. out of Arizona he's only ever coached Texas schools I would say his Texas roots run deep and I'm not entirely sure that he'd be interested in coaching at Oklahoma because of that but also I've seen it in the SEC like you know, former Alabama players, Alabama coaches will go coach elsewhere in the SEC, and that's like blasphemy, right? In Tennessee and and, um, and Alabama aren't necessarily uh, rivals any, a, anymore. At least Alabama maybe doesn't see it that way because Tennessee sucked so bad. But I remember when Jeremy Pruitt was hired, and now he's no longer the head coach over there. But he was an Alabama guy through and through, and he went to Tennessee. So it's, it's, it's happened before, but I would say you're onto something with the fact that he is a Texas guy. Let's take a look at what you guys are saying in the chat. Jacob says, I think there's no chance he leaves. And we agree with you, Jacob. Yes. In parks. I know as an, as Arizona fans, we want to hear a definitive no, but it keeps all doors open for him. I agree. Uh, I think you're not by uh, refusing to address it. You're not kind of offending a a fan base. Uh, You just don't want to, you just don't want to go there. Um, And I think that's good on him. You don't want the Oklahoma fan base after you. Right. Right. Uh, Well, good. Now Brian's got a good point here. I know AZ fans. We want to hear a different or uh, excuse me. Superfly two, four, seven says, I didn't hear him say, I want to be the Cardinals coach forever, forever. Or anything close to that. Superfly, I think that will come when he signs his extension, either during the season or in the offseason. When he puts pen to paper, uh, you don't want to give away your leverage at this point. Why would you? They put this out for a reason or in part. Uh, Eric has a relationship, his his agent, with with Adam Schefter. So it, it just benefits everybody to be able to put that information out there. 
Um, it does nothing, no good for Cliff. Cliff, Cliff's not being fired by the Cardinals now. He's, he's going to get an extension. It's all about what does that extension look like. When you have leverage in life, you use it. So for him to say, uh, I'm, I'm a Cardinal coach forever, um, today before he agrees to any kind of extension, what kind of leverage does that give him going into those talks with Michael Bidwell? Not great, right? So, uh, again, I, I think that w- a good question that was posed to me on Twitter, and I, I don't have an answer to this, is the, can the Cardinals match what Oklahoma can pay? Well, certainly, depending on quality of life, right, we prefer Arizona to rural Oklahoma, Right. But you could buy a compound for the cost of living in Oklahoma. (laughs) And I think, of course, the dollar goes further there. And I I do feel like with the boosters in play, you know, Michael Bidwell is not hurting for for money. But and I think a good point also is after the season, they're no longer going to be paying Steve Wilkes any money. So they'll only be committing to one singular coach in Cliff Kingsbury in the offseason, whatever they they choose to pay him. But I, I do think that Oklahoma could offer more money. I don't think that that will be the, the differentiator for Cliff. Maybe well, he, he'll have, yeah, that's talk, my opinion. We talk about this all the time. Quality of life for a lot of people. I mean, when you're, when you're already making, you know, NFL head coaching money uh, or, you know, a premier college program coaching money. You, yeah. I mean, I would say for me, you offer me uh really nice especially for a single guy arizona is a nice spot to be right and you don't have a family you don't have anybody else that you have to that you have to allocate to like literally it's just cliff right so how much money do you need especially in oklahoma like what what is he going to do in oklahoma like what is there for cliff kingsbury to do in the off season how much land do you need you know how many homes do you need abroad um so i Again, the dollar can go a long way there, but you know his place is already like super nice. God, we see it all the time, right? In those those still images, it's in Paradise Valley. It's some people think that's one of the nicest places in Arizona to live. He's going to get a bump. What that bump looks like, I don't know. I have pulled up the list of the highest paid coaches in the NFL, Cheerson. If you're interested in this and what it would look like per season. So Cliff makes $4 million right now currently. Bill Belichick currently is the highest paid NFL coach at $12.5 million per season. So for context, right, Lincoln Riley's getting $10 million per season at USC. So he's almost matching what the highest paid NFL coach is making. So is that a cause for concern? I think that that means that Oklahoma could conceivably blow Michael Bidwell's dollar amount out of the water. But again, if if that's not the end-all be-all the cliff, that we're, that'll be predetermined. Pete Carroll makes $11 million per season. John Gruden was making $10 million before he was fired. Sean Payton, $9.8 million. Again, these are guys who have all won Super Bowls. John Harbaugh at $9 million. Matt Rule. Now, this is probably the closest comp. Matt Rule with no NFL success, success at the collegiate level. That's who Oklahoma should be pursuing, by the way. $8.5 million per year. My guess is, at the end of the day, you want to keep Cliff Kingsbury. That's the number that you have to approach. Well, I mean, the Cardinals can swing it if they choose to do so, I would say. And I think there was a little bit of confusion about, you know, is this deal up after this year? Is it another year? So he signed a four-year deal with a fifth-year team option. So his 
He could be up after next season, but not this season. After yeah. next season, or if they exercise the team option, he would have an additional year. But my guess is that he would get an extension before that. But he's not up after this year. So he still has time left on his deal. I think there was definitely some different things being floated around there. But um, I don't think that Cliff has just any interest in this at all whatsoever. And I'm hoping that, you know, the Cardinals are going to do right by him in the future. And uh, I have no doubt that they will. Um, Jacob, another Jacob saying, why would he leave? He's finally coaching the quarterback he's wanted to coach since he was born. He loves the cards players. Three players love him. It's like family. Three players love. I don't even understand that. You had me at the beginning and then and then I fell off there a little bit, Jacob. But <laughs> can we can we talk about the remaining years? Um, we saw that with his USC contract, the Cardinals bought him out of his USC contract. Oklahoma would buy him out of his remaining years on his Cardinal contract. Like that, that's great that would he's that got really though. That would be the case. How much? Well, like. It was like, would be like, like 150. I think the buyout for USC was like 150,000, which is like pennies for the Cardinals. Okay, right? so he makes he makes four million per season. So let's say team team option, maybe that's not entirely the the entire amount. Let's say that the, maybe it's like six million dollars. Oklahoma, whatever it would take, would buy him out of his of his Cardinal contract. Like if he wanted to pursue the Oklahoma job, and he went to Michael Bidwell and said, "I have interest. I'm going to take this job." They would say, okay, well, we don't want to be paying anything left remaining to you, any any guaranteed money. We don't want another Steve Wilkes situation. Even though you're choosing to leave, Oklahoma would have to come pay the Cardinals money. That's how it works. That's a lot of money. I'm sure. Or Booster writes the check. Yeah. If it's the difference between Cliff Kingsbury and like Louisiana Lafayette's head coach, I mean, that's an easy conversation. If you're If you're the University of Oklahoma, and you're going to the SEC, and you thought you were going to do that with Lincoln Riley, and Lincoln Riley bailed on you, and you have to save face as a collegiate program, you have to be able to explain it to people like, we're going after an NFL head coach that's top seed in the NFC, right? That 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 would be the argument. The college programs, especially now Oklahoma's in the SEC where they pay players. It's, this, it's the best conference well, by and large. Players anyway, but yes. Well, yeah. It's you can't screw around with your head coach. You can't you can't go get a, a C level head coach if you're Oklahoma. You couldn't do that last year when they're in the Big Twelve, but moving forward in 2024 when they're in the SEC and you're competing against Saban and Kirby Smart and these elite level college coaches that win national championships, you're just it, this isn't Chip Kelly at UCLA. You have to go and get a big boy head coach. I don't think he'll leave, but I understand if they did pursue him, why they would pursue him. I don't understand why you think that Oklahoma is not going to have any amount of success in the SEC. That's a fantastic conference to be in. They've got, mm. oh. they've, got a, they've got a fan base that I think if they didn't have that fan base, the SEC would have said, no way are you joining our, our league? But they like, they are, they have super talented players. And now that you've got SEC Hey, you know, more people pay attention to the SEC. We're going to have more pro, how, however you want to pitch it, because the SEC just means more. Uh, <laughs> I had to, throw, it just came up. 
Um, Appreciate the SEC, that. The SEC uh, is is big time football in a lot of people's eyes, and I feel like that in and of itself, the chance to be a part of a team that is, you know, it's brand new in the SEC, and you know, you're going to have more eyes than ever. You're going to have, you know, great competition and great competition breeds more eyeballs. And there's so many things that they can sell. And they already have a really solid football program. It's not like it's U of A entering the SEC. How many games in the final four has Oklahoma won since the college football playoff has started? Zero. They have lost to Georgia and Alabama. And if, if the bar is we want to win our conference and compete for national championships, which they do currently in the Pac-12, or excuse me, in the Big 12, that's the bar for the SEC. Do they want to go? Do they want to go seven and five in the SEC? That because that's what's going to happen. They may beat up on some of the bottom tier teams in the SEC, who, by the way, will still have NFL caliber players. You, at Oklahoma, as currently constructed, especially now without Lincoln Riley is not going to compete for SEC championships. They will not go to the SEC championship game. They will not over over top tier teams. That that conference is just a completely different level. I did not understand the move. Texas is going to be completely slaughtered. I think Oklahoma will fare well on most Saturdays. But you had an opportunity to punch your ticket every year to the Final Four. You may not be competing for championships, but you were in the discussion. You will not be in the discussion moving forward in the SEC. Cliff Kingsbury or not? I think they've got a legitimate chance. I think that it will only help with their recruiting to be able to say that they're in the SEC. And I'm just saying the only reason I'm getting into this is because, in my opinion, the argument that Cliff wouldn't want to take the Oklahoma job because it's completely unappealing because they're going to be a part of the SEC, which I think it's not until 2025. But it might, if, you, if you say 2024, I'll take your word on it. But it's oh, it's a few years away anyway. Whoever's the yeah. next coach at Oklahoma could be in and out before they even make that transition. It's true. It's a few years away, it's a true. lot. Cliff could get fired by then. And that too. I'm just <laughs> Well, uh, honestly, Oklahoma could hire its new head football coach. He could be fired. Cliff could be fired. And then in a few years, Cliff could take that job. That's how crazy coaching is, especially, uh, you know, at the college ranks. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if Cliff has success here in Arizona, I, I just don't can, think he's going anywhere. Can we just talk about the landscape of the NFC West really quick as it relates to the SEC and Oklahoma being sacrificed to the SEC. The the NFC West was kind of the pro version of the SEC coming into the season. You've got Seattle now that's in disarray. Russell Wilson, I think, will demand a trade. Could be gone. Pete Carroll probably will get fired, right? You've got the L.A. Rams who have hitched their wagon to a flawed quarterback in Matthew Stafford. The roster is a ticking time bomb. They're, they're a super flawed team at third straight loss. San Francisco, I know they're putting together a small little baby run, but the Cardinals swept their ass, and they, Trey Lance is not ready. Cliff Kingsbury could dominate this division for the foreseeable future en route to competing for championships with Kyler Murray and company. What, like, they've got a strong nucleus of, of players, especially defensively. I saw a statistic yesterday. They've got one of the youngest defenses on all football. He can manufacture yards offensively, even with guys like potentially Christian Kirk and A.J. Green leaving. He, he can bring in guys like Antoine Wesley on the, on the cheap and, and contribute. I just think that you would be leaving a golden opportunity. The Cardinals' job would clearly be the best job in the open market. 
Michael Bidwell could then turn around and get really whomever he wanted, Doug Peterson, whomever, to come and take this job. Cliff knows this is a primo job in the NFL with the with the state of this roster. I, I would be shocked, utterly shocked, if he left this job. Can I just make like one more SEC statement? Do we know if they're going to be in the East or the West? That's a great question. I think that makes a huge difference. My guess is they will be on the the, the side that doesn't have Alabama and Auburn. Okay. So whatever side that is. Okay, so that would be the East. And if you take a With look Georgia. at the East, you obviously have Georgia. Okay, we know that's a powerhouse. But then mm-hmm. after that, you've got Kentucky, Tennessee, Missouri, South Carolina, Florida, Vanderbilt. All of those programs have struggled big time. So what, you've got one team that you need to beat to make it? Kentucky's, Kentucky's got a real program now. Florida will get a better coach than Dan Mullen. I, he'll be in that mix. They'll be in that oh, mix of like has a real program. They've been a, the laughing stock along with Vanderbilt of the SEC for how they have a good coach now. Possible it is possible for laughing stock teams that first off you want to talk about Kentucky recruiting. Okay, I don't want to go off to, but I just I I just do not agree that Oklahoma is not going to have any success in the SEC. I well, uh, they'll beat Texas every year in the in their conference <laughs> or in their in their bracket, but that. Listen, seven and five, eight and four, nine and three, that's what they'll be living, but they will never compete for championships again. All right, let's take a quick time out to, uh, to say, you know, if you love what we're doing over here at PHNX, one helps support us on this journey, become a member of the family today. And uh, we would certainly be thrilled about it. You can get a free T-shirt of your choice. And I believe, let me just double check. But we still have uh, plenty of, uh, we've got a Cyber Monday deal going on. So everything on phnxlocker.com is up to 50% off and $60 coupon to the locker with an annual membership. So if you get um, uh, any sort of membership, you can get a free t-shirt. But today, if you get an annual membership, you're going to get $60 towards the locker uh, and everything. I mean, our Cardinal shirts, I just took a look this morning, are 50% off. So you can get like, I mean, shirts are like 15 bucks. So that 60 bucks is going to go a long way. You can kind of stock up on the shirts for the holidays. Yep. Keep, keep one for yourself. Gift a few others. It's a fantastic deal that we are running and I highly suggest that you take advantage of it because it's only we've had deals uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but today's going to be the last day. Obviously, Cyber Monday, everything up to fifty percent off. Um, but that annual membership deal is is fire, Johnny. It's like just you're get you're paying for the annual membership, and then you just get a bunch of free clothes. It's great, and then you can support PHNX all throughout the valley or wherever you live. So I did want to point out yesterday, JJ Watt. <laughs> I love J.J. Watt on Twitter. He and Max Williams, I think, are like my two favorite guys on Twitter. They got some free time now. Look at that. J.J. Watt quote tweeted the Schefter tweet and said, killing it on the field and at the negotiating table. I see a cliff with a laughing, crying emoji. That's just funny. J.J. Watt knows how to negotiate, so he respects (laughs) game when he sees it. But yeah, even his players are like, yeah, I think this is a negotiating tactic, but I see a cliff. <laughs> who is who's the country music star that helped court JJ Watt with Kime? Who's the guy on the voice? I don't know country uh, people. Blake Shelton? Do the Cardinals need to call Blake Shelton again and get him over to Cliff's house and say, Cliff, what the hell's going on? Let's get this deal done. Just like Kime had to bring in. Blake Shelton to get J.J. Watt to Arizona. What celebrities can we – who resonates with Cliff? He watches um, that show on Apple TV, the 
the show about the soccer coach that everybody loves. Oh, What's Lasso. that show? Can we get Jason Sudeikis over to Cliff Kingsbury's house and, and get him to sign an extension, please? What celebrities do we need on the phone? You're not getting celebrities to go to Oklahoma, I can tell you that right now. No um, Matthew McConaughey at Texas type deals? Right. Who? I mean, who, I can't even think of like notable sure. alumni like of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. got to have some celebrity. But you know what? Off the top of my head, other than Blake Shelton, I don't know any celebrity – who is who's who are big time celebrities that are big time Cardinal fans other than Shelton? We're trying to grow that. That's what we're doing. PHNX know. is going to grow we're all of this. Our celebrities, if you are Arizona yes. Cardinal fans, because we the, are the guy from Malcolm in the Middle that lives locally. What's his name? Did you ever watch no. Malcolm in the Middle? That oh. show. Frankie, Frankie Moon. Yeah, he's a huge Cardinal fan. Huge. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Huge Cardinal fan. Who is who is. Andy, oh, Andy, oh, Andy from uh, The Office. Is he a Cardinals fan, according to Jacob? Uh, that I don't know. Andy Bernard. I think that's that his be- actual character on The Office. Yeah. Uh, so his, the, the Nard Dog. <laughs> yeah. Ed that, I, I, is Ed Helms a Cardinal fan? David Spade, I think, is also a Cardinal fan. Okay, we'll take it. So not we we don't have any A-listers so far. Blake Shelton is our and and to now by relation Gwen Stefani those are our two shining beacons probably the most famous person with Oklahoma right now is Cliff Kingsbury's current quarterback Kyler Murray if Kyler Murray is not advocating for Cliff to take the job then I think we're in good shape I feel like Kyler Murray is like the most famous person to come out of that program in the last like 10 years out of Oklahoma yeah don't you think so because he's been the most um, marketable at the NFL level, and he's the most successful in Baker Mayfield. Everything with him right now is like a huge tire fire. I just I feel like Kyler Murray can can sway Cliff's opinion. Come on, Kyler. Yeah. Also, speaking of that, Kareem Hunt's dad after the game came out and was bashing. Oh, so you got OBJ is no longer with the team's dad. That was that came out bashing Baker Mayfield. Now Kareem Hunt's dad is is talking smack on social media as well it's just uh, i feel not a good thing it's not a good thing i feel for him because he's almost in like a lose-lose situation i'm sure that he's just trying to go out there and 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 win a football game but uh in the process things are blowing up in his face and i kind of feel for him Mm -hmm. so kyler murray i would say yes is probably the most famous guy to come out of that program and is definitely the one that's having the most success out of that program as well all right. Well, Johnny, do we want to segue into you kind of leapfrogged my final segment a little bit? Uh, I've done a lot. I do that a lot. I apologize. <laughs> it's OK. Uh, I wanted to get into some bi week takeaways. And a lot of that had to do with what we saw out of the NFC West. Um, but I will start with the fact that I know this might pain a lot of people to hear come out of my mouth. Uh, I am a supporter of the Arizona Cardinals, but I have to give credit where credit is due. And Green Bay is legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've beaten every team in the NFC West. They've yep. been able to win. You know, some people say like, oh, well, if it wasn't for the AJ Green mishap, you know, they, they would have lost to the Cardinals or whatever. I don't care. Like good, good teams find ways to win games. You could also sit there and say, if it wasn't for a Vikings missed field goal, the Cardinals would have lost to the Vikings. I mean, there's, there's games that you can point to that are tooth and nail that, uh, you know, are one play away from a win, you know, 
every team goes through it. When I watch the Green Bay Packers and even um, Aaron Rodgers with his toe that everyone was talking about, ooh, they're a legit team, Johnny. Well, they outplayed the Cardinals when they came to State Farm Stadium. It was at that game. I watched it for four quarters. The Cardinals were, were lucky to be in that game uh, and have an opportunity to win it when they did. They would have stolen that game. Packers outplayed them without uh, Devontae Adams, without uh, several defensive starters. Um, and listen, Packers have been an elite team since Matt LaFleur took over for Mike McCarthy. And we, we thought before this season – that they would be a one or two seed in the NFC. And that hasn't changed. The change is the, the perception of the Cardinals and our expectations now. So while I think that the Cardinals still have an opportunity to be the number one seed, I mean, it would not surprise me at all if we're sitting here in January and we're prepping for a visit to Lambeau Field. Just at the end of the day, that's how the NFL works, right? The Cardinals have been a great road team this year. Let's cross that bridge when we get there. But I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that they're the best team in the NFL or right there with the Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals head to head. And you know what? Every time I watch this team on national TV, uh, they, 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 they rise to the, to the expectations. They're battle tested. And that's my concern with the Cardinals come playoff time. As much as we love Cliff and Kyler right now, neither of them have been to the postseason. LaFleur and Rogers have been on the cusp of Super Bowls the last two years. Right. And it just, it hasn't worked out. So they're they're trying to get over that hump. The Cardinals that that would be foreign to them for the first time. Now you're you're blessed with Ertz and guys like Chandler Jones who have won Super Bowls before. And if if they get to the playoffs and go deep in the playoffs, those are the guys that you rely upon. But I mean, right now, to 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 get through the vaunted NFC, you're going to have to go through names like Rodgers and Brady, right? And then potentially a, a Mahomes to yeah. win a championship. And that's why the NFL, you know, it's 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 incredibly difficult, right? So nothing's going to be given to this team. I don't think the Cardinals are, are looking for excuses right now. What I do think, and we mentioned it earlier, that they 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 have a clear path to winning the NFC West, and it starts with winning your division before you can take that next step. Right, right. I agree. Really cool comment here. Alan says, "Hey guys, listening to you from France." Forgive the eventual mistakes. My English is a little bit rusty. We forgive you. You're doing great, Alan. But I want to give you some love for the work you've put in the past, the last few months. Keep rocking. Thanks, oh, Alan. Thanks, Alan. That's wonder, a great comment. I wonder what time it is in France. I'm not sure. I don't know the time. Oh, yeah, That's awesome, Alan. Either. Thank you for listening. Um, Jacob says Guy Fieri is a Suns fan. Let's convert him. So maybe we can. Do we want to convert Guy Fieri? You know. That's that's a debatable one. What? What's wrong with Guy Fieri? Oh, some some of his flamboyant Niners, outfits Niners. with the with the with the with the flames on it. You know, I'm trying to get the Cardinals new uniforms. I'm afraid if you get Guy Fieri around the team and Michael Bidwell, that that will be the new uniform no. moniker, and I'm afraid I'm afraid of that. No, they already have. Ta- they need some cool people like on the sideline Guy getting our Fieri rep up. Cool. He that is not. No, no, he is not. He is not cool. Well, he loves food and I love food. So I would I mean, listen, if Guy Fieri would be a Cardinals fan and I wasn't, I would say, you know what? He and I have a lot in common. Let's like I trust his taste. So I'm going to be a Cardinals fan, too. I'm just saying I'm just saying it, it would give them some clout, give them a little more more clout. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Um, seeing if there's any more comments that are, you know, Shane's in the comments. We're not going to read his, 
He's talking about your hair, so we'll leave that one alone. Um, Good. Don't give that man a platform. I already have to do bets with him in a half an hour. Uh, okay. Um, all right. So we agree that Green Bay is legit. Um, unfortunately, man, the Rams, and you mentioned it earlier in the show, for a team with all the star power that they have, they've got to be kicking themselves because uh, they've got some serious issues. And Matthew Stafford, I don't, I don't know what his future is going to be with the team, but he is, he had a, a great start to the season and it's been, it's what seems like a downward trend ever since. He was, I say this every time we do a show, I put it in an article over the weekend. The Cardinals are thankful that the Rams went out and got a quarterback like Stafford, who has been buried at the 10 a.m. kickoff time historically. So if you're not familiar with that, they, when the, when the Detroit Lions are on television, they're not in prime time, right? That probably doesn't shock anybody. So every week, he's playing with minimal people watching him from a national perspective. You Only Lions fans. Point, with well, it's like it bears repeating. All the different times that you've said that on a show, just edit together and make it like one clip. <laughs> well, because he is now, they've lost three straight games, all three nationally televised. Yesterday was the game of the week. Before that, Monday Night Football. Before that, Sunday Night Football, 0 for 3 in his last three. And by the way, we've got a nationally televised game with Matthew Stafford coming up a week from next Monday at the Lola with the Arizona Cardinals hosting the LA Rams uh, at State Farm Stadium on the Monday Night Football. So hopefully he keeps that trend up. But their roster is so deeply flawed. We've we've said it for the last maybe two or three years with McVay and, and their general manager, Les Snead, that if the dominoes start to fall, it's a house of cards, and players start to get injured, like you lose a Robert Woods, can you rebound from that? They lost Cam uh, Akers before the season, very talented running back. Can they rebound from that? To me, this defense is not the same since Brandon Staley left for the, uh, the L.A. Chargers job, clearly. And now you've got Stafford, who, again, Jacob puts it in the chat, he's just not a winner. And that's overrated, I think. But at this point, you are who you are. He's on some bad Detroit teams. But he also had Calvin Johnson, Golden Tate. He had some players, right? Countless first-round tight ends. I, I, I think at the end of the day, it's a flawed team that went all in foolishly, trading a second and a third for Von Miller, who has no sacks in three games with the team. You know, Beckham had a, a throwaway touchdown yesterday. I wouldn't read too much into that. I think it's just going to be hilarious when the Cardinals win the division and the Rams could conceivably be bounced in the first round of the playoffs when, when quote-unquote, they went all in and they're going to have a mess to clean up in the offseason. I'm actively rooting for that to happen. I, I think there's a good chance that that will happen. All right, new customers on the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the code PHNX can bet just $1 on any team to score in a game and can win $100 in free bets. Again, it is that simple. want to make sure that uh, you guys know that you're going to get a great deal if you sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the code PHNX. And remember, it's safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want which if you're just dipping your toes into the sports betting world is a really great stress-free way to begin deposit withdrawal just whenever you want. So uh, we enjoy that aspect of it. All right. I'm going to run through real quickly my, some of my other takeaways. Um, Contrary to what Cliff Kingsbury said in his press conference today, the Bears suck. We all know that. Fan base is calling for Matt Nagy to be fired midseason. Like, sooner, the sooner the better. Uh, they've seen all they need to see out of him. 
the Lions suck as well. So in the next three weeks, the Cardinals have the Bears and the Lions and a struggling Rams team. So that's good for the Cardinals as long as they stay focused and uh, get off to a good start out of the bye, which it has been uh, – there's been some issues in, in past years. Let's just call it issues, yeah. <laughs> A little bit of a struggle in the, in the last few years. Um, and uh, the Colts played a great game against Tampa Bay. So I'm excited for, I'm already looking ahead to Christmas Day. I think it's going to be a super, super fun game to watch. And then my last note is Seahawks are three and seven for the first time since 2009 and the first time in the Pete Carroll era. And you alluded to the fact that they're struggling as well. So the NFC West is falling apart around the, the Cardinals. It's, it's a fantastic time. Second, you know, for the Cardinals, kind of, if you want to divide it by the by second half of the season here for them, uh, take advantage of it, get out to a hot start. They have, uh, they have all, all the pieces that they need, honestly, to win out. When I take a look at, I mean, I know it's a really, it, you know, things don't go your way at certain games and, you know, every game's different and they're probably not going to win out, but there is nothing, especially in these, especially in these next like three weeks, that you, no reason why the Cardinals shouldn't go three and zero the next three weeks, uh, and then carry that momentum into the the final stretch of the season. If they want the number one seed, I'll make a prediction on this this podcast. Now they need to win out. Uh, go look at Tampa's schedule. Go look at the Packers' schedule. It is um, just as easy, if not significantly easier. So again, I don't think they need to win out. Certainly for the division or to be a top seed, but Tampa and Green Bay both have, especially Tampa. Um, I think Brady's going to win the MVP kind of by default. Murray got injured. Nobody else is running away with it. Uh, Rodgers missed, missed a little bit of time. Tampa and Green Bay, to me, if you want to fend off those teams and you want to play f- football games here, a prolonged stretch of games in Arizona, you have to go conceivably 15-2, and two, which would be the best season in franchise history. Um, not out of the realm of possibility, but I, I just – those two teams, those are your – primary competitors for the NFC championship. Dallas to me is not on this team's level. Certainly the Rams, you know, the the Cardinals swept the Niners. The bottom of the NFC is really bad. And thankfully the Cardinals get to play a couple of those teams here down the stretch. You're competing against Bruce Arians and Tom Brady and Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers to get to the Super Bowl. And that's a great place to be. Uh, Jacob, we will make this our last point asking, could this be a distraction to the team? Meaning the Cliff Kingsbury, Oklahoma rumors, I'll call it because it's big. He never shut down the rumors today in his press conference. I think that JJ Watts tweet kind of summed up what they think about that. I don't think any, anyone on the team is really taking it seriously and the fact that, first off, they understand the industry, right? Whether you're a player or you're a coach, they understand there's a thing called leverage, uh, especially, you know, when you've got uh, a potential extension coming your way in the next year or so. And um, I think they kind of look at it like a lot of the fan base does and how I looked at it. Like, there is no appeal to leaving Arizona for Oklahoma, like None. that's it straight, like straight to the point. There is no appeal. So I don't think anyone on the team is actually concerned about this. Um, and if they do feel like, again, nobody came out and said for sure that Cliff Kingsbury's agent had something to do with it or Cliff, you know, had anything to do with it, et cetera. We all are just kind of saying, Hey, it kind of seems like that's probably the case in terms of a leverage standpoint. Um, but you know, listen, I think everybody sees it for what it is and uh, there's no real threat here of, 
you know, potentially Cliff Kingsbury leaving. Totally agree. Real quick, I want to touch on the Mike Tomlin aspect because people are putting that in the chat. Why didn't he just completely throw water on it like Mike Tomlin did? Tomlin was getting asked those questions because the, the Steelers are kind of in disarray. They don't have a quarterback of the future, right? If they haven't won a Super Bowl in some time. Tom, uh, he's kind of in the midst of a contract. He's not, I don't think, looking for a new one. And the USC or some of the other jobs could be appealing to him at the collegiate level. For, for Cliff, Cliff is looking for a new deal. And the Cardinals are all, a team on the rise. So it just made sense to connect the two. That's it. Yeah. I think Tomlin almost saw it as like, like he took offense that he would leave. Right. Disrespect. I mean, that kind of shows you too. Like, I'm not going to leave a, 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 you know, a, an NFL head coaching job to go coach at any college football program. And that kind of shows you kind of for the guys that have made it, that there's only there, there's only so many head coaching positions out there in the NFL. For the guys, well, the Steelers, you're a top five job. The Cardinals well, is too. not right. But you could also argue that the the Cardinals are in a way just because of everything that comes along with. I mean, you've got great owners, you've got a great place to live. Uh, it's the weather's nice, and right now you're on the rise. And so it may not be a like a storied program like the Steelers are. Um, but I would, I would say that the Cardinals are right up there with just about any other franchise, just because of all the other, uh, things that are appealing about the job. So yeah, there are two, there are two things Michael Bidwell needs to do for sustained success because you mentioned it. They have everything else working, working toward them for them, including the division right now. You have to lock up your quarterback and your head coach. Michael Bidwell is as savvy as they come. He will get that done. Um, if he thinks that it's going to make them serious contenders and relevant for the next half decade plus, there's no, there's no doubt. He does not want to be in a position where he's consistently looking for a quarterback and a head coach. Yep. I agree. All right. One last reminder on cyber Monday, we've got everything up to 50% off on phnxlocker.com and you're going to get $60 coupon to the locker. If you buy an annual membership today it is, in, in our opinion, a no-brainer. It's a great way to not only support us, but it's almost like you're getting a, an annual membership for free uh, or however you want to look at it, but it, it basically cancels itself out. So yes. stock up on T-shirts today. We've got, uh, you know, you can take advantage. You can kind of double up, get that $60 coupon, and then also, you know, up to 50% off. Uh, on, on the website as well. So if you if you double dip uh, with our promotions today, uh, you know, take advantage of it because it's a fantastic deal. And um, I'm gonna have to get, I'm gonna have to get on get in on that deal, Johnny. Order some shirts right now, Cheers, and do it. <laughs> All right. If you have not uh, hit that subscribe button yet to our YouTube channel, wherever you get your podcasts, we'd appreciate it if you would do that. At least do that uh, and follow us on social media. Uh, at phnx underscore sports or at cardinals uh, at phnx underscore cardinals that is our twitter uh, exclusively to dedicated to cardinals content so we appreciate you joining us and we'll see you tomorrow <laughs>